On today's episode, we are going to take a look at a pretty cool company. This is one that's dealing in the EV market. They're a charging station for EV vehicles. On today's episode, we are going to take a look at a pretty cool company. This is one that's dealing in the EV charging station market right now. And this is a market that I, I am, the more I read about it, the more bullish I'm becoming into this market, right? The EV market as a whole is booming, but the EV charging stations, it doesn't matter what sector or what manufacturer makes it big in this market they're all going to need to charge somehow and these are in my opinions the businesses that are going to continue to do well as the years progress as the overall ev market so for today's episode we're going to take a look at fundamentals we're going to take a look at technicals we're going to take a look at what the company does and right now the company has pretty cool product it has a very strong balance sheet and the technicals don't look too bad for my eyes so like always if this is your first time here my name is jose naharo I am a self-taught investor who's been doing this for over six, seven years right now. And if you want to learn more about becoming a better investor, make sure to check out my Patreon where every week I release educational videos, presentations, PDF files, anything for you to improve yourself as an investor. Also, make sure to hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button. It helps so much with the YouTube algorithm and I truly, truly appreciate it. Finally, if you want to learn more about me, you should see all my social platforms. They're free for anybody that wants to join. I have a Discord channel with over a thousand members and we have a great community. I post there every time I buy and sell. And like I mentioned, it's free for anybody that wants to join. Finally, you should also see a link to Weeple. If you deposit $100 using that link, we both get a free stock. I think right now there's a special. We might get more than one stock at the moment. So make sure to check that out. So let's get started. All right. So Beam Global. So first beam right now is a market cap of 500 million dollars it's a very very small company but first let's let's take a look at the charts and then we'll take a look at the company in the past year the company has done amazing it has gone up a thousand four hundred percent i mean still that that's insane crazy growth it might deter some people right seeing that type of growth might kind of scare hey hey you've gone up 1400 percent you're definitely gonna go down not necessarily the case right especially sitting at a 492 million dollar valuation if you're seeing huge revenue growth your your market cap can continue to grow maybe another 100 200 percent it's even i do believe looking at historical charts can sometimes deter people for looking a little bit too much of the future Uh, i do believe this is very important for investors that we kind of overvalue the the past and kind of undervalue the future but the real question is how much more value do we need to give to the future and how much more how much valuation do we need to take away from the past and i think once we develop some form of perfect balance between the two where we kind of don't overvalue the past too much and don't undervalue the future growth too much it'll be a it'll be a a method that can really help us become better investors in the future Um, and this is a mixture of right both valuation a value investor and a mixture of growth investment put together and to my opinion that's probably the best style of investment out there um completely random rant but it's something that i did want to mention um so we can see from its all-time highs that it hit in december it is down five percent um and we and just in the past month it saw it's uh it's it saw about a 24 percent decrease in january uh we so we saw uh, we can see this is going to be definitely a stock that's going to be very very volatile so they are the world's fastest ev charging deployment um so they get the ev charger of your choice deployed in minutes not months 
So they have sustainable EV charging. Um, each EV arc uh, makes and store all its own electric to deliver clean, renewable energy so EV drivers can drive on sunshine. That's actually pretty cool. Great thing, they're very small, right? They just take up, they preserve precious parking. So that's what I like a lot, right? They, they definitely preserve parking spots. For one parking spot, it seems like you can charge two, two vehicles at once. Um, charge of your choice, choose your chargers, we do the rest. Um, so they have different, different types of mounts. What else do they see? We'll take a quick look at the at their investors presentation that probably has a lot of information for us. I just like looking at their websites real quick. It kind of helps us see um, at least visualize the products before we take a look at, at their at their presentation. And now let's take a look actually at some of their fundamentals before we look at the overall product. So like I mentioned, it has a market cap of 558 million, about 600. This is ticker BEEM, is traded under the NASDAQ CM. Um, future growth, the company is expected to grow dramatically, right? Right now we're seeing a huge boom in EV markets. I was just looking at Jersey, New Jersey, for example, they had huge incentives for 2020 for people to go purchase electric vehicles. And they kind of blew out their, their incentive program. They spent all the money they had for the full month um, for the full year before the end, uh, before the beginning of December. So we can see com states like New Jersey, where we have strong incentive programs, um, we're seeing a lot of people moving into these these cars. So I do believe the market we're seeing is going to continue to increase. So by just seeing that, that right there can tell me, hey, the market, it's something that's still gonna go up. Um, so, and obviously right now, I don't really invest much due to political reasons, but we can see, we can probably expect a Biden administration to be very, very pro EV vehicles. This is another reason why a lot of EV, a lot of charging companies have gone up. The real price is, again, how much are, are with that? And it's a mixture of both, right? So right now, it seems like a lot of people are valuing EV stocks right now because of the current administration expecting to do strong future growth. Are, are right now, are we overvaluing the future now too much? Are we putting too much valuation into the future and not strong and not too much valuation into the past? So that's why I say that that's the perfect balance. So that's something one has to try to understand um, and, and see. But revenue growth of 44.2% on average, strong revenue growth. Uh, uh, let's see cash flow from operations right now they're not positive in cash flow from operations that's expected to change not, right now since they're not positive in cash flow from operations i want them to have a very very strong balance sheet financial statement so they have about 12 million dollars in, in cash and they have about three hundred thousand dollars in debt i'm pretty sure i know a few people that have more debt than this company so and, and a lot less cash so overall that's a great place to to look at it i mean 12 million dollars is something a lot of people can have maybe not a lot of people but it's not an impossible number so imagine yourself i, I always try to look at these balance sheets as a personal as a personal as like my personal balance sheet if i had 12.3 million dollars in cash and i had three hundred and forty thousand dollars in debt i would be pretty happy even if i was burning some cash and we saw they were burning some cash from their cash flow from operations even if i was burning some cash with that type of cash that kind of debt i i, I wouldn't feel too bad at all um so a great a great now let's take a look at ownership ownership um, the general public owns a huge amount. 
Uh, like I said, right, I mentioned this earlier. When I look at companies that have less than 1 billion valuation, I would like insiders to own a huge portion of it. It seems right now that individual insiders only own 2.6% of it. So that's not something I'm too happy to see. But sometimes one may... Ha- not That's kind of throwing me a red flag. Um, we have to understand why insiders don't own much of this company. Um, right, they they probably just sold so many companies to VC and PE firms. But that's def- that's the not having earnings wasn't a red flag. The not having cash flow from operations wasn't a red flag for me. For me, this is definitely a red flag for me for it being such a small company. The general public owns about fifty three percent of the business right now. Sometimes though, sometimes individual insiders might be hiding their money in form in some form of ventures. So I don't know, maybe this Kashif venture might be might be a venture company that is being owned by one of the insiders. So again, just because we see no individual insider owning it, we don't know if they're hiding their money in one of these firms. Regardless, I know Invesco is not going to be them. We all know Invesco, they have, they're a big, big, um, big banking company. So it's definitely not them. Regardless, if it was Kashif, Kashif still only owns 8.3% of it. Not that bullish in, in my opinion. Um, obviously, if we take a look at the charge for Beam, um, it's going to be very, very, very overextended. Actually, it's not that crazy. It's it's definitely overextended, right? We can see this overextension right here. And, and this is what I talk about sometimes, overextension. Uh, overextension, you can see it was overextended, and then it pulls back from its moving averages. The thing that happens is, the moving averages are also going up. So it's a mixture of pull down and a mixture of moving averages going up to it. Uh, so right now, again, the moving averages can just come up to it, but it does seem overextended for my taste. But if this was my initial investment, I really could care less about it. Fundamentally, the company looked pretty straightforward, Jake. Um, and let's see if we can take a look at Beam's investors presentation. Hopefully they have one. All right, so let's take a look at Beam. Beam is, is looking pretty cool. Um, so what we do, they invent, uh, obviously, sell renewable infrastructures, products for transportation. You know what's one I want to look at? Uh, and Who sells? Are, are these EV stations also similar for those if I have an EV bus? Or is someone else doing, um, doing a, uh, stations for, like, big buses or for trucks? Like... I feel like maybe the bus industry is one that uh, the transportation, the overall public transportation might be one that uh, would be a pretty cool market and not sure if many people are looking into it. So we saw they have plenty of cash. So look, they kind of give you a burn rate. They're burning about $300,000 a month. So with the amount of cash that they have right now, they're able to survive 10 months, 10 months, 40 months. So what's 40 months? 40 months is about, what is 40 months? uh that's about over three years so if this comp this company has about 30 about three years to um to burn its cash to pretty much make no money for the next three years and they'll still be able to survive obviously as an investor you think three years hey the company's gonna do a lot better so their burn rate doesn't scare me at all with, with the amount of cash they have and they also have the ability to go to second offerings they have the ability to grab more debt so just because they have a burn rate of about three, four years doesn't mean the company will go, will be destroyed in four years. There's always the other, the other things that they can do. 
So here they can they sell the EV arc, which is patented. They have the solar tree. Ah, so here the solar tree is probably what I was talking about. Oh, this is pretty cool. They actually do it. The solar tree looks to be more for for big vehicles. Um, we see some buses here. Uh, so so that's that's pretty um, pretty good. They also do um, streetlights replacements um, for the grid, and they also do drones recharge with solar wind and st and and storage. So they have creates a network for charging and Internet of Things fleet monitoring system. Um, we win exactly. So this is these are the companies that I care about. Companies that win with no matter who wins at all. So it doesn't matter what brand of EV vehicles ends up winning. And these are usually the markets I I enjoy better. The ones that I don't I don't have to focus who wins. Is it going to be Tesla? Is it going to be Volkswagen? Is it going to be BMW? Fastest deployed, most scalable. Hmm, this is crazy. In New York City, are they seeing? Are they saying that for those that get tied? So you have to okay, okay. So we can see with Beam, um, one of their biggest things is that since they are solar power, they they create the power themselves. They actually just come and drop off the thing, and that's it. It takes about four minutes to set up in New York City in California. Since they're pulling out from the grid and they have to tie up to to the grid, it takes a lot longer times. So it takes twenty four months in New York City on average. In California, it takes about eighteen months. Obviously, I, I, I want to say New York, those the ones that are tied to the grid might have better power, may have better power transfer compared to this with the photovoltaic um, um, sensors. Um, so I, I do believe right now solar panels are not as strong as the grid, as being tied to the grid. So that might be slower charging. And that's what these might have over this one, over beams. The, their products are IP protected. Um, there are hundreds of beam products all around the United States right now. Um, we can see right uh, New York is being expanded. New York, uh, New Jersey, obviously California, and we can see right the middle of the United States doesn't really care much about anything. But I don't think many people live around there, right? They have big clients. All right, look at their clients. They have uh, the Department of the Navy. I wonder how the Department of Navy. I wonder if they're using it for the drones stuff. Um, McDonald's, Google. Um, Johnson and Johnson, BMW, Coase, a lot of big companies, right? So, so overall, Jake, I, I find it pretty, pretty cool. Um, I, I like the market. Uh, we see a lot of, a lot of huge growth. Definitely. Um, if I was to invest in Beam, it definitely would be a small position. All right. So, I think that was a good, good breakdown at least of Beam. It kind of helped me understand the company. So as you guys realize, this episode was a, a segment of a previous Twitch stream that I did. And I'm really liking these streams that I'm doing with the community, right? You guys come, you guys come ask questions. And we kind of go look at a, a quick analysis on the company and try to learn as much as we can. And this is all done through private experience that I've done, right? In, in about 15, 20 minutes, we can take a quick look at a company from fundamentals, from technicals, from what they do. And like I mentioned, this is from prior experience that I have. So if you want to learn more about doing analysis like that, make sure to check out my Patreon where I every week I drop educational videos or content for you to become a better investor. And like always, if you just want to know when I buy or sell stocks, make sure to join the Discord channel. It's free to anybody that wants to join. And I post every Thursday or Friday when I buy or sell a stock. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.